So this evening the plan is to go through the halachos of Chazara, Mitzvah We spent uh, two times going through the halachos of Shehiyah, and now we find ourselves getting into Chazara. Now Chazara is very similar to Shehiyah, because it has one of the same concerns that Shehiyah had, namely, Shem Yechadu that you might stoke the coals, or the modern application is you might adjust the flame. There's a different, though, issue that we find with Chazara that's unique, because you're doing a Maisa on Shabbos. When it comes to Shehiyah, the Maisa is done before Shabbos, and therefore the only potential issue is that if it needs to be expedited, you might make it higher, you might make it, the temperature more intense. When it comes to Chazara, the basic definition of Chazara, which is actually a misnomer, because Chazara means to return. And the truth is, halachically speaking, the more we view what you're doing is just returning the pot to its initial place, the less problematic that is. So although we call it the Isser Chazara, the Chazara itself, if we're viewing it as just returning to its original state, makes it more mutter. What's going to make it potentially problematic is if we view it as a Nesina L'Chadchila, that you're putting it on for the first time. So we're going to delve into cases of Chazara, but the, the unique problem with Chazara in contrast to Shehiya is because you're doing a Maisa on Shabbos itself, we also have Mechzik and Mavashal, that by doing this process of placing any item onto a hot surface, it could potentially look like cooking. So those are the two issues we'll have to address. Classic case of Chazara is you have hot food that's already mavushal called tzarko. All of the cases we'll be addressing, by definition, the food is going to be fully cooked. So it's fully cooked before Shabbos comes in, or even if it's kamachal ben derusoy, as long as it's there beheter, and there's no issue of, issue of shahiyah, the only question is, now let's say it's Shabbos during lunch, and the cholent is ready to go. I want to take it off of the crockpot, dish out some cholent, and I want to place it back onto the crockpot. We're going to have uh, some of the people over now to have part of Shabbos lunch, or we're going to have another crew come in an hour later. I want to make sure the cholent is hot. That's a classic case where the Shailav Chazora comes up. Or Friday night, you have the hot pot of chicken soup, you take it off the stove for a little bit, you dish out some of the, uh, the bowls of soup, you put it back on the stove, all these types of cases. So generally speaking, there are three main conditions where Chazara is mutter. And there are different ways to, to classify the stipulations here, but we're going to assume that the food is already fully cooked. That's not one of the stipulations of Chazara. It has to be fully cooked, otherwise you're going to be in violation of an Issa Deraisa of Bishal on Shabbos. And that's true, by the way, even if the food is Kamachal ben Drusoy from before Shabbos. And like we said, Min Hadin, we paskin like Hanania, as long as it was edible, there's no Isser of Shehiyah. But even though it's Michael ben Drusoy, which is considered halachically mavushal, if you were to take that off the fire, we paskin that it would be an Isser deraisa to return that to the fire and bring it from edible to fully cooked. So all of our discussion when it comes to Chazora will be based on the assumption that the food is fully cooked. What requirements do we need to be able to, repur- to return the pot to the heat source? So number one is goruf v'katam. 
All right, the heat source has to be covered. Just like we saw regarding Shehiya, that creates a hecker, that creates a reminder not to adjust the flame. The same thing is true with Chazor, you have to have Garu Fakatim. Number two is that the pot has to be Odo Biyado, where you didn't place it down on the Karka. Right, now the, the terminology of the Gemara is putting the pot down on the floor. What's unique about placing it on the karka? The assumption is that's where they would eat, or at least that's where they would place the food as they were eating. And once you have the pot on the floor, that's considered a total siluk. That's separating it from the shahiyah rishona, that's separating it from its original status on the fire. So if it's on the karka, you cannot return it. So it has to be Odu Biyado, still in your hands, not placed on the ground. And we're going to explore what are the, uh, some of the common applications of karka nowadays. It's not at all normal to place a, a pot on the ground, but what would be the application of karka? And the third and final condition is Daitul Hachziro. You have to have the mindset that even though I'm taking it off the fire right now, I'm going to return it to the fire. So Gaurav is the prerequisite, or really we should say Mavushal Koltsarko is the major prerequisite. Gaurav is the starting point that has to be the flame is covered. And then we have these two conditions, Odo Biyodo, you didn't place it on the ground yet, and you have in mind to return it. Both of those conditions are making it conceptually that there's no have sick, I'm just returning it to its prior state. Now, there is a fourth condition that is debated amongst the Achronim. And let's just talk about a solid for a moment. Does the food still need to be warm to be able to return it to the heat source? So, for example, you have uh, your blech with chicken on it. You take off the chicken from the blech. You still have it in your hand. You have in mind to return it. But it's uh, taking a while to the point where you're getting into a conversation and you totally forget about the fact that you have a pan of chicken in your hand. And the next thing you know, 45 minutes later, that chicken is totally room temperature. Am I allowed to return it to the heat source? So the Magan of Ram was of the opinion that even though it's Mavushal Koltsarko and it's Gorfakotam and it's Odo and it's Daitu Lachziro, but it's Nitztanin Legamre, once it cools off, there's no bishel anymore. Ain't bishel acher bishel. There's no isodirais of cooking. But he felt that one of the conditions for chazorah is that it still had to be warm. Other achronim disagree, and it's mashma from the bir halacha that he holds minhadin, even if it is nitstanin legamre, even if it's fully cooled off, it's room temperature, as long as you have the other conditions, it would still be mutter to return that food to the blech. Let's say you're lacking one of these conditions. So case number one is, I did not have Daitulach zero when I took it off the flame. I had no clue that my wife would yell from the dining room, make sure to be able to return the troll into the crockpot. Oops, I wasn't thinking that. But I still have it in my hand. So there we paskin, because it's Oda Biyado, you didn't place it on the karka, even though you were lacking Daitulach zero, you'd be allowed to return it to the heat source, that would be mutter. I didn't do it in the most ideal way, but that would be okay. The major question, there's a bir lacha on this, 
The major question is, how about the other direction, where I have daito lach zero. When I take it off of the crockpot or off of the blech, I have in mind to put it back. But I place it al gabe karka. I put it in an area where it's mavatil the shahiyah rishona. One very simple modern day example of karka would be if you put the crockpot or the cholent in the refrigerator. That's a great example where all of the poskim say that's analogous to placing it al gabe karka because most of the time when you're putting it in the fridge, that means you're not going to put it back onto the heat source. So it's daito lach zero and you put it in the fridge. Are you allowed to put it back onto the crockpot? Can I put it back onto the blech? So the Birlach and the Chazanish really go back and forth with this Shiloh. And they start off more inclined to be Mekel, but the Maskana, their conclusion, uh, seems to be better not to be Mekel. That even if you had Daito Lachzira, once you place it in, a, in an area that's considered Karka, where usually you would not bring it back to the heat source, then it's better not to be Mekel, and you should not return it to the heat source. That seems to be the conclusion of the Chazanish and the Biralacha. The truth is, the Poskim do say that Bishasid Chak, if you really need that Cholent to stay hot, you really need that chicken to stay hot, so there could be what to rely on. There's a famous sheet of the Ran, the Ramah quotes the Ran in Reshon and Gimel, and the Ran was of the opinion that the only time Chazar is actually Aser, and all of the discussions we have in the Gemara and Daf Lamed Chesamed Beis and elsewhere regarding Chazorah, the only Iser is if it was on before Shabbos, and then you took it off as well before Shabbos, and the question is, am I allowed to put it back on the heat source on Shabbos? But the Ran would say that if it started off on the heat source on Shabbos itself, and you took it off, even if you were lacking Daito Lach Zero, and even if you placed it Al-Gabe Karka, you would be allowed to put it back on the, uh, on the Blech. So some poskim suggest if you have Daito Lach Zero, even if you put it in the fridge, even if you place it in an area that's considered Karka, if you really need it, perhaps you could rely on the Ran. One major question is, at modern application of karka versus something else the Gemara speaks about. The Gemara says, if you place it not on the ground, but if you put it on a safsal or a kise, a bench or a chair, what's the difference between the bench and a chair in contrast to the karka? So karka, like we said, that's the place I'm going to put it when I'm totally done using it. And that really has the ability to be mavatil the shahir rishona. That causes a problem. A safsal and a kisei, that's more like a counter. That's more an area where I'm preparing the food. Um, but usually, or at least it's very common, that I could put it back onto the blech. I'm just putting it down momentarily. That might not have the same force in being mavatil the shahir rishona, meaning to say we don't view it as you're placing it on in a new way. And that might not be as problematic. What's a modern-day example of a kisei or a safsal? So Rav Shlomo Zalman Arbach and Rabbi Yoshev, they both said that putting something down on the counter in any area where you prepare food, even though oftentimes you're not going to put it back on the blech or put the cholin back into the crockpot, as long as it's in that kind of area where it's very common to do so, 
that would not be considered karka, that would be considered a kisei or a safsal, and therefore even if you were lacking daito lahachsir, you could be mekel b'shasid chak. Right, so putting it down on the counter, even if you did not have daito lahachsir, b'shasid chak, you could be mekel to return that crockpot to the blech or to the, the heat source. And if you did have das lahachsir, is it lechatchila to put it back? So daito lahachsir, it doesn't make it lechatchila. There's more of a svar to be mekel. The most lechatchila is having all of the conditions. Where it's daitu lahachzir, and it's odu bayada, you're still holding on to it. Obviously, with the assumption that's garfakatim. If it's on the counter and you're holding on to it, is that considered holding on to it? That's a good question, and that's a discussion amongst the poskim as well. And we generally paskin anything that has the status of a saf seller a kisei, and we're assuming a counter does. And as long as you're holding on to it, even if it's really being supported by the counter that would be considered Oda Biyado. And therefore, as you have in mind to return it, when you remove it and you keep your hands on it, that's Lechad Chila, you'd be allowed to, to bring it back. That's the only way to do Friday Night Cholent. That's the only way to do Friday Night Cholent if you don't have another person to hold it. <laughs> right. Right. If you're sneaking the Cholent, that's the only way to do it. <laughs> Uh, we're saying even if you let go, as long as, long as it's only on the counter, meaning only in meaning it's still a, kise, a case of kisei and soft salt, it's, it's fine to put it back. It's fine to put it back if you did let go, but lechatchila, the best way of doing it is having all of the conditions you hold on to it, but it would be okay to, re- to return it. <clears throat> There's a uh, a big shaila. This is a question we had in the Gemara, also in Dafalam Ches. It's hard when we're doing halacha shirim twice a week, trying to stay current with Daf Yomi when Daf Yomi is moving so quickly. We're already well past Shehiya, Chazara, Hatmana. We did a whole Muktza section. <laughs> now we're up to uh, new things in Mitzvah Shem. But uh, there's a big shaila Nafalam and Ches about Pina Mimecham Lemecham, Mahu, the shaila of Ravashi. So what does that mean, Mecham Lemecham? Let's say I have food in a pot on a blech, and I want to take it off uh, to dish some of it out, bring it to the table, and then I want to place it back not in the same blech it came from, but onto a different blech. Or I want to put it into the crock pot, assuming the crock pot is lined with aluminum foil, it's also considered gor for cotton. Are you allowed to do that? That's the shaila of the Gemara. The Sharat Siyon and Reishn and Gimel Sivkat and Memzayan, he paskins Lakula. And this is a discussion in the Rishonim. But many Rishonim say that because if it's, it's a Shailah Vidirbanan, and it's a Shailah that was not answered directly in the Gemara, then the Kalal is Suffolk Durbanan Lakula, you're allowed to be Mekel. And that's the Sharat Siyon paskins. What would be a modern application or a common application of this shaila of pina mimecham lemecham. Because included in this heter is not just I'm allowed to take the same pot from blech A, dish it out, and put it back on blech B, but even if theoretically you took out the food, I took out the food from the pot, and now it's in a new pot, and this new pot was never on the fire before. 
I'm allowed to place that new pot back onto the fire, or even onto a new fire, as long as it's garifakotim. So I think a pretty common application of this would be, you wake up Shabbos morning, and you see that the crock pot is, uh, is still on high. At least what we do in, in my house, I'm not sure what others do, is we put the ingredients in, we put it on high for a couple of hours before Shabbos, and then right before Shabbos, we put it on low. And that way it cooks the best. That's the Mesora. But if you forgot to put it on low, and you wake up Shabbos morning, it's on high, and you see it's getting dried out, and four hours from now, or assuming we have shul back again six hours from now, <laughs> right? It's going to be all dry. <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> what do we do then? So would the following be mutter? Could you say, no problem, I'm going to take a, a cup, I'll go to my urn, I'll take water out from the urn, it's definitely yadso lettuce, it's already mavushal, I'll pour it into the cup, and then I'll walk over to the crock pot, open up the lid of the crock pot, and pour in the hot water, and do that a couple of times, and shalom al Yisrael, all is good. Would that be mutter or asr? Would that be a fulfillment of the mitzvah of Oneg Shabbos, or would that give me onshim shel gehenim? What will you assume? You think the crock pot is hot. Right? Is it a problem to put it from a cliche back into a klirishon? You have to root. So there, there is a beer lacha in Shin Yerches that seems to say that. But likely that's within the sheet of the Mechaber. And, and we're going to address that sheet in a moment. But the Pashib Shat is based on how we paskin, right, the Sharetzion and Reishnam Gimel, Sifkat and Mebzayin, that were mekel regarding the Shaila of Pina Mimechem Lumechem, that would mean, as long as it's, it's cooked, and I have all of the conditions of Chazara, I'm taking the hot water from source A, which is the urn, I'm pouring it into the cup, it's still hot, I'm pouring it now into the crock pot, the crock pot is Gorafakotim, so min hadin, that should be mekel, that should be mutter. Right? It's an amazing hatter. <clears throat> now there's, there's one important factor to discuss. We said our entire conversation of Chazara is working with the assumption that the food is already fully cooked. We know, as we mentioned before, we, we alluded to this distinction, there's a major difference between solids and liquids. Solids, we say, as long as it's cooked beforehand, ain't bishalach or bishal, there's no problem. When it comes to liquids, even if you have water that was totally boiled beforehand, but now it's cooled down to room temperature, that's a huge machlokas rishonim, whether or not we say, yesh bishel acher bishel, bedover lach. The machabra paskins like those rishonim who held, that yesh bishel acher bishel, the only reason we say, ein bishel acher bishel regarding a solid is because, look at the chicken, it's cooked, it's no longer a raw piece of chicken. It's true, it's been in the refrigerator, but all you're doing by returning it to the blech is you're making it warm again. You're not changing it. It's already been changed. In contrast to the water, it's wonderful that it was brought to 212 before Shabbos, but, but now it's not cooked anymore. You're taking it out of the fridge. There's uh, You'd be in violation of Isidiraisa. That was the opinion of the Mechaber. This is clear in Shin Yedches. The Ramah, or even before the Ramah, right, other Rishonim say, no, there's a guiding principle 
This is true for Davayavesh, and it's true as well for Davilach, Ein Bishalach or Bishal. Chemically, it's a different thing now because it has been cooked, and even if it's cooled down, there's no problem. Ein Bishalach or Bishal. To bring it back up to Yatzelatis is not an issue. The Ramah seems to take a middle ground, and I think we mentioned that the way that Ramosha Feinstein understands the Ramah is that really he holds like the second opinion in the Rishonim that Ein Bishalach or Bishal applies even regarding a Davilach. However, out of reverence to the first shita, he says in Shin Yerches Sif Tesvav that as long as the, the beverage is still warm, even though it's clearly below Yad Soledis, Yad Soledis, Ramosha writes, is anywhere between 110 and 160, right? That was the suffolk of Ramosha within that range. So even though right now it's, it's 70 degrees, to bring it back up to Yad Soledis, assuming it's still warm, 70 degrees might not be considered warm. But let's say it's, it's in the 90s, so it's clearly yad soled, under Yad Soledis, but to bring it back up because it's okay, it's warm now, that the Ramah felt was, uh, was, was mutter. So it sounds like he has this middle ground. Really, he holds Ein Bishal Acher Bishal, but it still has to be warm. But that means both according to the Mechaber and the Ramah, if you have a liquid that's fully cooled off, it's fully room temperature, it would be Aser, the Araisal of the Mechaber, and at least Aser on some level, according to the Ramah, to bring it back up to Yad Soledis. So that means whenever you're returning food to the blech, even if all of these conditions are met, if it's a davrelach, if it's a soup, or even if it's chicken with gravy, where there's real rotiv, there's sauce there, it still has to be warm, otherwise you're going to be not in violation of chazorah, but something more basic, you're going to be in violation of bishel. That was the uh, one important caveat to mention. Now there's a huge question that people address how much of the davrelach is problematic, right? Often you have chicken or meat or even kugel and you'll have some of the, the natural juices or some of the oil oozing out a little bit. And there the poskim say that's not an issue because we view that as a davrelach, any little moisture there is, is totally in, insignificant. But if it's in a sauce or there's a real liquid, it should be poured out. It should be drained of the liquid before putting the chicken or the meat or the vegetables back onto the blech. Um, one last point here. Even though we pass ein bishel acher bishel, we are concerned that there's yesh bishel acher afia or yesh afia acher bishel, which means if you're using a different method of cooking, so then it's wonderful that it was boiled beforehand. Right? Let's say you had chicken that was in the chicken soup. That's boiled chicken. And, and then you put that in the refrigerator Friday night. And Shabbos morning for lunch, you want to serve the boiled chicken alongside the cholent. So you have a great idea. I'll take the boiled chicken from the fridge, and I'll put it on top of the crock pot. Now there, you don't have the conditions of chazorah, but you don't need the conditions for chazorah, because since you're, you're putting it on a heat source in such a abnormal way, that's not a problem of, of nesina l'chachila. The question would be, maybe there's no issue of chazorah, but maybe you'd be in violation of bishul. The way this thing was originally cooked was in water. That's classic bishul. That's using liquid heat. And now you have in mind to keep it on top of the crockpot for a few hours, that's using dry heat, which is usually what we call a fia. Maybe there's an iser of yesha fia, Acher Bishel in such a case. 
So what would you say? So Baruch Hashem, the Chazanish, comes along, and he has the following Chiddush, which is very mistaver. He says, the only time we paskin that yesh bishel achar afiyah or yesh afiyah achar bishel is when there's a substantial change to the food itself. If you take challah, challah was baked, and now you place the challah into hot soup, and the Ramah is clear, even hot soup in a klisheni, we would say, don't do that, yesh bishel achar afiyah, because it's changing the challah in a radical way. It's a whole different thing now. When you take boiled chicken, you put it on top of the crock pot, it's true it's not wet heat, rather it's dry heat, but you're not changing the chicken at all. You're just taking cold boiled chicken, that sounds delicious, and you're now turning it into warm boiled chicken. But you're not changing it, and therefore there would be no iser of afia achar bishel. That was the ruling of the chazanish. Some people like taking the challah Shabbos morning and putting the challah on top of the, uh, the crock pot. Right. Warm challah is definitely better than regular challah. Pashab shad, that should be totally mutter, because it was baked in dry heat, and now it's still dry heat. Potential problem there could be if you're making a crispy. If you're making a crispy, there's a primagodim who says maybe toasting something is considered slia. It's considered roasting. And we would say that yesh tzliya acher So halacha lemaisa, to take challah and place it on top of the crockpot, I think most of the time you're not really toasting the challah. It might get a little bit crunchy on the bottom, but you're not transforming it from regular challah to toasted challah. And there we would pask in ein afiya If you have a very hot crockpot, or you leave it there for a long time, and you see that it really does toast the bread, then one should be machmer based on that primagodim and assume that might be a problem of tzliya acharafiya. Uh, any other ha'aras or insights or questions regarding chazara? So it sounds like if you wanted to heat up a piece of kugel or a piece of meat or pastrami or whatever, you could put it, you could put it in the crock pot because it's already cooked. So you, you, you can't put it inside the crockpot because the whole heter of mecham lemecha means it's coming from a heat source. It's on blech A, and now I'm putting it into the crockpot on blech B. That would be okay. But to take something from the fridge, that's in the sina lechachila. Right? So the only way to do that is putting it at al-gabe kedera, which is a heter we never really explicitly spoke about yet. But the basic heter is, no one ever cooks in that, in that way. So putting it on top of the crock pot would be mutter, there's no chazar issue, and there would be no bishel issue. Did you say before that the shas chak, even if you put it in the fridge, that would be okay? Then, so, so putting it in the fridge is considered placing al-gabe karka. Right. And, and there we got to keep in mind both the Birlach and the Chazanish felt that even Daito Lahachzer in that case, Bidi Evid, one should not be Mekel. We said right. potentially Bishasad Chak, one could rely on the Ran, but it has to be a, a pretty Chash of Shasad Chak for that case where it's Al Gabe Karka. The case that's probably more common and we'd be more ready to be Mekel is where it's Al Gabe Kisei or Safsal on the counter. So there. There's much more room to be Mekel. 
Okay, shkoyach everybody. A pleasure as always. Good to see you all. And we'll continue with Hashem Thursday. We got to catch up to the daf, you know. Got to jump to Hadmana. Okay. Thank you very much. We'll be in touch, everybody. Take care.